Yes. Want to give me a red? No. <laughs> That's what you were supposed to say. Yes, <laughs> goddammit. it. Um, hi. Why are you like this? You can't make somebody give you a ride, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point of this movie. <laughs> um, hi. We're here to uh, wrap up Robin Williams and. Uh, okay. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Robin Williams. God damn it! I hate both of you. Um. <laughs> um wow. Well, here we are now. Um, so his final film, <laughs> yes, that a twink he... ruined my life. Also, we should use the original title. <laughs> also, the title of my memoir. <laughs> um, how the fuck are you? <laughs> Seriously, I'm fine. Of Robin Williams. Um, great. Yeah, better this... than better than Nolan Mac, <laughs> that's for sure. A lot of people are better than Nolan. Mack. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're talking about the movie Boulevard, um, which was Robin Williams' last starring role. Mm-hmm. Um, what was before... he in after this? Um, so a few, a few like little things, um, I say little, but like, including, but not limited to like night at the museum part two. <laughs> oh, where he was like Roosevelt, right? Yeah. Just Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he reprised his role. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like those were, uh, he, he did a couple, I think like voiceover things also like uh, right before, uh-huh. um, I'm pulling up like his entire like list of things. Um, recorded just the entire dictionary as the genie so Disney could use it in perpetuity. That would be great, actually. Would it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would pay for that, like, just, like, that file of all of the words. Um, but, like, so after, so we just did um, Insomnia last week, or mm-hmm. last time. Um, he did a few things, like, after that, um, as far as, like, things that were, like, notable. Yeah. Um, he did some voiceover work, as I mentioned. Um, like, he did, like, the movie Robots. Uh-huh. Um, but again, like nothing like where he was like main like the main character energy. Yeah. Um, he was in Happy Feet, like that whole franchise. <laughs> um, Night at the Museum again, both both bits. Mm-hmm. Um, like he uh, did a lot of just like kind of just like weird things. Um, in this like portion of his career, so he, like semi retired or kind of yeah. like so we had alluded to before and like we kind of like stopped talking about his personal life a bit we were mostly kind of talking about movies the last several episodes yeah but um you know kind of in this like late 90s through like mid 2000s period of his life was like when he kind of like addiction reared its ugly head again oh, I see. um so like he got like he went to uh rehab i believe it was in the late 80s the first time um the ladies the ladies um and you know was like good and like i think kind of like the idea of like California sober was like a thing. Like uh-huh. where like you still drink in moderation. Yeah. And like maybe smoke some weed every now and again. Mm-hmm. Um type of deal. But like he was never a big smoker. Like his his drug of choice was cocaine. Yeah. Um so it's like a smart man. <laughs> can't relate. <laughs> um but like, you know, he was also doing like more comedy and like, you know, like appearances during this time. Uh-huh. Um as opposed to like actively acting. Mm-hmm. Um and like again, like kind of like pseudo retirement. Um, you know, at, at this point, like by the mid two thousands drinking was like a big part of his life again and he was you know stumbling back into alcoholism um so he went to rehab again i think it was in 2005 or 6 um and then was like mostly sober until like the late days um but like yeah his career like definitely like kind of like took a back burner like at that time yeah um you know like after like that kind of mid-2000s he definitely just kind of like took a step back did more voice roles and then started getting like back into like actual acting, like closer to the 2010s. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, that's when you're, you know, getting your, again, more like supporting actor roles. 
Um, he also did Man of the Year in 2006. Um, I remember which, that movie. Yeah, and that was one of his like last things he did. I think like or first things he did like post rehab, if uh-huh. I'm not mistaken. Um, but like nothing that like had like a lot of success. Like everything was just kind of like there. Everything existed. Uh-huh. Um, and then this was one of the last like Boulevard is one of the last things he like fully like did like from start to finish. Okay. Um, so was he in that Bobcat Goldthwait movie? What? <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. A movie that was like written and directed by Bobcat Goldthwait. But... I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about right oh. now. You don't know who Bobcat Goldthwait is? No, I was like, <laughs> you were speaking a different language to me. Right he was now. a comedian in the 80s who became like a big actor and he was kind of famous for having that crazy voice and he's in like a few movies. Come again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I truly don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I'm going to just see what that means. Anyway, continue. thank you. Um, that's fine. <laughs> Um, I'm going through his like filmographer uh, or filmography of like other things. Like he did uh, oh, another thing he fucking did. Um, old dogs. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm I'm. We should have done that. Oh no. Absolutely. World's greatest dad is the movie he did with Bobcat yeah, Goldthwait. It came out in 2009. Oh, oh yeah, that one's that one's pretty heavy too. Yeah, I did. I haven't seen that one. I almost put it on the list. Um, I it had a lot of mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. Um. That was like the one where like this one didn't. Yes, it did. It, it, it did, but I figured just like, let's just like round it out with like his sure. very last thing. Yeah, no, it makes sense. How um, was the angriest man in Brooklyn? That was another one he did. Oh yeah. For his like last ones. I was like, what are you talking about right now? An angry man is informed he has ninety minutes to live and promptly sets out to reconcile with his family and friends in the short time he's left. Huh. Yeah. What's um, gonna kill him in ninety minutes? Like a bomb? Maybe. Neck bomb? Um, but is, The Angriest Man in Brooklyn was filmed before Boulevard was. So this was the last, like, thing that he ah, interesting. fully, like, did. Um, and then, like, same thing. Uh, but, like, another thing that came out afterwards was um, another voice acting that he did. Uh, a movie called Absolutely Anything, which I've never heard of. Mm-mm. And probably nobody should. <laughs> um, based on just, like, the art alone. Um, oh, shit. We have to watch The Butler, though. He plays Toy D. He plays Eisenhower in The Butler. No, we got to watch that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, um, anything with Dwight D. Eisenhower, sign me the fuck up. <laughs> um, we like Ike. Christ on a bike. <laughs> um, anyways, so um, Boulevard, uh, we are introduced to a man named Nolan Mack who has been a banker for the better part of you know two and a half decades yeah um very routine life him and his wife have separate bedrooms Uh uh-huh um which also like that that kind of like struck me so like we were having a conversation zach and i about how um you know at what point do you get to the separate bedroom life in a relationship (laughs) well that's like one of the things that we were really trying to unpack Mm -hmm. as we watched this movie and tried to as it unfolded, we were trying to figure out what the status quo was. Like, yeah. they have separate bedrooms, and at first I was like, oh, who is that? Is that, like, a sister that he lives right. with or something like that? But it's, like, it's definitely his wife. And it's like, okay, well, then it's definitely, like, a situation where they have an arrangement, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she very clearly knows he's gay. <laughs> But, but then, like, her reaction to him, like, going out and trying to get some strange on the side is so, like, is he better than me? Like, right. like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Do you not understand what's happening? Yeah. Well, yeah, because, like, absolutely. Like, and granted, know. he's acting insane this whole time. <laughs> the way percent. he goes about the, discovering this. 
Right. So like, let, I, I guess we can kind of start from, yeah. from that point. Yeah. Like, right. Literally throws his entire life away. And I mean, like, he was unhappy and he needed to change things, but like, not like this. No. <laughs> well, like, so like, I guess let's, like, let's unpack it, right? So yeah. like, you know, he admittedly is like a six-year-old man. Yes. Um, which like, if you like at that point in your life have like this like reckoning of like, wait a minute, something I thought was like so fundamentally true about myself for this whole time, perhaps. Yeah. Or like maybe I had an inkling that like maybe things were not as they appeared. Yeah. Or any of those things like on paper. Yeah. Um, especially because like again, so if we're talking 2014, 60 year old, like that would have been prime time like gay panic shit, right? Like while he was growing up. Yes. Like he in the 60s. Right. Yeah. Um, so he wouldn't have been like, you know. I don't think people were like even like in the 20 teens like wanting to come out like they are now especially like in their older age like younger people absolutely but like oh yeah no anybody who grew up in that time was totally so like you know like basically like one day having the realization of like oh like I'm queer like and then like what do I do with my life now I've lived my life for 60 years this entire way well I think he knew he was gay the whole time he was just coming to terms not not didn't want to come out the whole time right but like then he had an opportunity of like circumstance of like all these things sure, I mean, sure. Or, well like reasonably it's like too we don't know if like, anything has ever happened before right right so let's just say that this is like his first time actually having like any sort of like semblance of right you know like oh i can act upon this yeah kind of the way he chooses to pursue it and what he chooses it's to wild. pursue, like it just doesn't make any sense <laughs> no but i think also too like you know we're two people and or three people that have never had that circumstance right of like oh i've lived lived a lie quote unquote for 60 years sure. and like you know like maybe this is just like a, his angst coming out like he just uh-huh. you know never got to have that like crazy time in his teens or 20s or whatever or yeah. like, that experimentation and like fuck it yeah you know and also at that point like you're 60 like what what more do you have to potentially lose yeah right but like you know i think especially like you know I'm going to say, like, having never been in that particular situation, like, perhaps, like, I would be, like, a little bit, like, that shit, too. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like, again, well, like, never happened to me. But well, <laughs> well, I think what the movie posits mm-hmm. uh, is th- that he is experiencing this feeling for the mm-hmm. first time, and he's kind of acting like, like a teenager yeah. that mm-hmm. falls for somebody for the first time. Mm-hmm. But, the, like, those things, the way they unfold don't make sense for, like, an emotionally mature... <laughs> like no. adult man to be doing right which i think is like the point yeah right? or like the way he hides it from her like doesn't seem necessary yeah like, I, I, I mean like a lot of things would be cleared by like just having a conversation right like yeah. being like oh hey like like she clearly knows he's gay right like they live this way i don't think it's a new thing that they have separate bedrooms no it's, they're very much well established and like well yeah. we're having like kind of a conversation because like um i mean his parents are also like now divorced so i guess it's like maybe that was like a means to an end, but like there was a point where like the, they weren't sleeping in the same room, uh-huh. but his dad also had a CPAP machine. So like, that was like the guys potentially of like why they were not sleeping together. Yeah. So like, well that and his twink on the side. Yeah. A hundred percent. He took one trip down Boulevard. <laughs> the Boulevard of broken dreams. That's that right. Billy Joe sang about. <laughs> Boulevard of broken dreams. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that's actually what the movie was based on. <laughs> that one green day song. <laughs> That would have been so good if the end credits <laughs> was. That song came out when I was in uh, the fifth grade. I was like so. in middle school, I think. I thought when American Idiot came out. Yeah, no, I was in like fourth or fifth grade, so like, yeah, whatever context that would have been. Um, 
Because I remember that was like the... 2004. Yeah. See, I'm good at this game. Well, I remember because that album in particular, so... Like, this was, like, like the peak iPod time, right? Peak iPod. Yeah. Um, which also, by the way, like, how funny that that's, like, such a dead piece of tech now. I'm, I'm obsessed with these, like, intermediate forms of technology. Yeah. Where you were like, oh, I have a phone and I have an iPod that you carry around <laughs> with you. Mm-hmm. Or, like, Laserdisc. Or <laughs> we just bought his mom a Blu-ray player. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, electronic yeah. typewriters. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. 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 But no, like, yeah, these like, intermediary, like, pieces of technology that are just, like, fucking dead. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, like, I remember, like, I was talking about it with, like, some of my staff, because, like, I manage a bunch of 21-year-olds, so, like, none of them have fucking heard of an iPod. Or, like, mm. that wasn't a relevant thing for them. Yeah. Um, like, in any capacity, because, like, they were too young to have used it. Or, like, been really aware of, like... Yeah, I guess so. Aware of it. Other, like, they're like, oh, like, man, like my mom had one for a while, but then, like, yeah. it was replaced shortly when, by an iPhone. Yeah. Like, the iPhone came out, like, 2007? About, yeah. Yeah, the first one. We yeah. just watched the Blackberry movie. So oh, we were God. like, immer- it's so fucking good. Is it? It's great. All right. Okay. I'll add yeah. that to my list. But yeah, because like I had the realization because like I was talking to like one of my staff members and they mentioned like being born right after 9 11. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've never felt older than I do oh, right so now. You've never lived in an America that functioned. <laughs> yeah. I was like, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> but like, yeah, by the time that they were cognizant of like what an iPod would have been, yeah. they were, you know, phased out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, because I was telling them like I was like, oh yeah, Costco used to return fucking anything, including electronics. Yeah. Um, because I I had an iPod Shuffle uh-huh. that like through returns ended up being an iPod Touch over a span of years because like they just like kept dying and then I would get the next one for super discounted with a exchange. Yeah, my friend had an iPod Touch until like really recently. <laughs> Said it, Brandon. Holding on. <laughs> Just holding yeah. on. Uh, yeah. Brandon semi recently upgraded like from the iPod situation. Like yeah. he actually like actively bought an iPod in like twenty like sixteen, twenty seventeen. Like we were still in college. Yeah. Um and I was like, Why the fuck did you just buy an iPod? And he was like, Well, because like, I want to keep my phone storage like a separate situation. That yeah. was like I think before the cloud was like really a thing. Sure. Um and like everything was like streaming instead of just like saving all your fucking songs from your iTunes. That was the whole point of this. So yeah. uh, Boulevard Broken Dreams, that was like the first like <laughs> album I bought on iTunes. Um, oh. Especially one that was explicit, because um, like my parents so knew obviously who Green Day was, but like yeah, then like, I fucking put the iPod on in the car, and my mom was like, "Oh, oh my god, god, Jamie!" Yeah, she was scandalized. <laughs> She's like, "Ew, remember when they used to be punk?" Yeah. <laughs> For real. Back in my day. <laughs> um, yeah, back in my day. She's like, "What is this shit?" Yeah, Green Day used to be go hard. What's this black shirt, red tie shit? <laughs> I'm sorry, is that eyeliner? <laughs> and Got, black no blush? Eyeliner, please. Yeah, yeah. Please. sorry. Manscara. Sorry, that's giving misogynistic. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> different conversation for different. I'm, I'm done with that. Oh. Um, I'm just... <laughs> hey, look, you know, you don't have to assign a gender to it. <laughs> I don't have to. But, no, it's a, it's a <laughs> but I did. Yeah. <laughs> How very straight white man of you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, so. Um, Yes, our Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Yes. I was like, how the fuck did we get here? Um, Ask myself that all the time. But yeah, so like, that's actually one of my notes I had, though, but circling back. Like, yeah, imagine realizing your truth and, like, being able to, like, maybe act out on it for the first time uh-huh. in your 60s. Yeah. So, like, maybe there was just never an opportunity for him to do it before. Because, like, maybe he saw, like, oh, since my dad's, like, you know, condition is worsening, like, I have, like, extra time Yeah, he's so sick he can't even have ginger ale. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's like, I know that there's wouldn't like the sugar. <laughs> like, all these things. Like, really, like, that. that's what you're worried about? Yeah. <laughs> um, But, like, he, you know, he sees that as, like, a means to an end to, like, be able to, like, go out more. And, uh-huh. like, have extra time in his day to go, you know, exercise his fancies, right? Sure. Or you ever want to call it. So, yeah, he, you know, pulls up, <laughs> hits this man with a vehicle. <clears throat> Which is also, like, so funny to me. Like, he just, like, like the low speed thunk. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really thought that was going to, like, be more of an issue for them. Like, yeah. him, like having being struck by a vehicle. Like, some sort of lawsuit or something. <laughs> um, I don't know if he has the resources to maybe not. pursue such a thing. <laughs> he doesn't even true. have a phone. Yeah. No, he did. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> he just didn't want to give him his number. <laughs> Let's be fucking for real. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so he meets Leo. Um, after striking him with his vehicle, and he's like, oh, do you, you want to give me a red? <laughs> and um, they end up going to a motel. Um, he's like, so like, do you want to suck my dick or something? And he's <laughs> like, no, let's just have a conversation. <laughs> Which was, like, almost sweet. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Because um, he's, like, again, like, kind of, like, parsing it out with himself. Like, yes, like, I think he absolutely had the, like, thoughts. That yeah, he, he wants gay. to look at him. Yeah, like, had the thoughts that he was gay previously, but I think, like, this is actually, like, yeah, his, like, first real moment of being able to, like, yeah. Well, have when he that experience. when he talks to his dad later, he tells that story about how they went to the beach in 1965, and yeah. that's when he realized he was gay, mm-hmm. and he's just been like living with it ever since. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, because like again, yeah. like to that point, like I think at that probably saw a real rockin' twink at the beach, and he was just like, oof. <laughs> that's it. Wow, wow, we wow. Game over. <laughs> um. That doesn't like something Robin Williams turned on. <laughs> His eyes, like, actually jet out of his head. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, some sort of fucking WB cartoon. Um, but, yeah, like, so to, like, have that transition at, the like, that point in your life, like, you have to have a hell of a support system to be able to, like, make that accommodation. Otherwise, you mm-hmm. have to live in separate beds and just, like, yeah. continue, continue the life that you have. Live a lie with your homophobic boss. <laughs> Very homophobic. Which also, <laughs> that was so wild. He was like, I can't believe he, like... What do you say? Like, oh, I have to ask God for forgiveness that for was, signing this loan. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus it, Christ. That was funny because I did not, I had no idea what this movie was about when yeah. we started Same. watching it. So Same. like that scene, I was like, okay, so he's gay. <laughs> and then like it gets back to his, yeah, it was a whole yeah journey of like even realizing what the status quo was and what. Well, yeah. Like, and so to, like, you know, for context, this movie is almost 10 years old, right? Like not even quite. Yeah. And the fact that, like, there's, and I mean, there still is that, like, amount of, like, internalized homophobia in society. Oh, 100 fucking percent, yeah. Yeah, so, like. Nothing outdated about that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, and, you know, and the fact that, like, this was in, I think, like, L.A. 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 <laughs> oh, no, sorry, New York. <laughs> Are they in New York? Or no, he's going to move it to New York. Yeah, he's yeah. moving to New yeah, York. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Are they just out east? Yeah, so they're in L.A. Oh, it is in L.A. All oh, I thought they were in, like, sure. the Midwest or something. No. I'm. Uh, because I think like the original like name for the movie was something about Sunset Boulevard. Oh, interesting. Um, it doesn't I'll... play like L.A. at all. Like I would have never gotten that impression. Yeah, I from can get it. a absolute better definitive at some point. Um, I'm just trying to see if there's a quick immediate answer on Wikipedia. I don't think it immediately says, but yeah, the original like title or working title was something about Sunset Boulevard. So maybe uh-huh. unless there's a Sunset Boulevard in fucking Ohio uh-huh. or wherever, yeah. which entirely possible, <laughs> I suppose. Um, but yeah, so like all this, like, and clearly the wife has like a, a sense of that too. Like, but also like to her point, like her marriage is falling apart. Like her whole world is changing. 
yeah. over something that to her is seemingly possibly sudden. Mm. Um, maybe like there was problems in the marriage. Maybe there was whatever. We don't know the yeah. exact context of them having separate bedrooms. Yeah. Well, I think that she was just like very comfortable with where, what their relationship was. was. And then she thought that he was too. So it seemed like a sudden change. She was like, I'm not happy with this anymore. Right. So, and, and like, that's fine for what that's worth. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, but then it like kind of gets to the point of like, you know, is there, like, can you, I mean, because the correct answer to this, the question I'm going to ask is no, mm-hmm. but like, you know, can you be mad at someone for ending a relationship because they are not, simply just not attracted to you? <laughs> mm. Like at a, like a metaphysical level. Yeah. But they've um, been married for like forever. Mm. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like, about, like moving to New York together, like him and, um. Bob. Bob Odenkirk. Odenkirk. We're talking about when we were going to move to New York and then you found Joy, literally. <laughs> My best friend Saul Goodman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which also, like, um, he rocks this movie too. Like, he's like. He's good. It's so weird that he's in it because it's like a nothing part. No. And it's like, 100% they're like, Rod Williams is in it. He's like, okay. I'll do it. Fuck it. Why not? I'll play the buddy that's just like walking into all these situations. Yeah. And like giving like little like snippets of advice. He's basically playing Hank Moody from Californication. <laughs> I don't understand that reference, but sure. Oh, you would love that show. Oh. That's such a Jamie show. What? I don't, I don't know if I like that <laughs> assessment. What's it about? Uh, it's um, what's his name from X Files? Oh yeah, it's a real um, scandalous show. And he's yeah, he's like a famous writer, and he's just like self destructive, and like he's always it was one of those first like real mature. <laughs> it was a real shows. like Showtime show from yeah. like the mid two thousands. Was like you have to watch it, but there's sex. You're yeah. gonna see some boobs. There's a lot of boobs in it. Is that why you think I'd like it? Probably. Part, partly, yeah. Okay, great. But just the vibe of just like a... Oh, Dave Duchovny, is that who you're yeah. thinking of? Deco. Sure. Who <laughs> then went on to be in the first season of... Uh, oh, the Queen American Zoe Nightmare. Kravitz is in it. Mm-hmm. He's Rob got a pretty Lowe. good cast. All right. All right, all right, all right. One, maybe one day. Perhaps. Um, where were we on this? Oh, yeah, so... Um, yeah, so it's like, again, like the correct answer is like, no, like you can't obviously be upset for like, you know, your husband of, you know, 30 some odd years, um, sudden, suddenly quote unquote being gay. Um, but like, yeah, I want to know like if and how long she suspected it before. Uh, I mean, it's one, 100%. It's a known quantity in their relationship. Right. It's but like, the, it's not like it's his relationship to being gay that changed and what she's dealing with. Right. So yeah. like, you know, him I, being okay with their their what their marriage is is yeah, what's and changing like, and like she was like gucci with it for clearly the, this whole time yeah it was a, like, like there yeah she was down with what it was yeah but then like when he starts like coming home at like two three four thirty in the morning yeah he's got a black eye like that's yeah. the sh- it's truly like unhinged right yeah like, he's so yeah he's like acting out in like a teenage early 20s fantasy staying up all night and waiting for his boyfriend to t- call him and shit yeah which is like so wild because like this man like wants nothing to do with him like, yeah, and that's the other thing. It's like it's so it's sad. yeah. Like the whole thing is just sad. It's and I such think, a bummer. Well, yeah, and like to that point, like again, like I don't think he ever had like that true like you know teenage experience. Yeah, he never had that. Yeah, but or, also like emotionally, he's not a teenager, so to act that way is a little off and strange. Right. So, and again, like I think a little bit hard to say if it's like one of those like oh like he was like stunted because he never got to like actually like have that a little bit. Or but like, also, your body's not flooded with hormones, and your brain is fully no. developed, so it's not <laughs> right. It's not going to be the same thing. No, but like a lot of people, I mean, He's like maybe sad that he missed out on that, but 
It's like he's getting a taste of yeah. like what real to him probably romance is like. Just... Yeah. Well, like, I'm I mean, in like... love with this person who wants nothing to do with me. What is being a like... teenager? Right. Well, like, <laughs> exactly. Um, and I think but... it's one of those things that I've seen like on TikTok in particular, and like, or just in like a therapy space in general. Like, we're like healing your inner child or healing your inner inner teenager is like, even like a thing that's coming up more now. Uh-huh. Um. So like he never like his inner teenager like never actually got to have. A, a sense of healing or any of those things so he's having that now uh-huh. like obviously like yes it's painful it's shitty it's all he's going through all of those like emotions now as a 60 something yeah. year old man he's blowing his life up right yeah very which much is something so. that like when you're 16 is acceptable uh-huh. or like you know expected to an extent and also like there's less repercussions usually because you're still growing up mm-hmm. but like since he's 60 not 16 yeah everything is blowing up in his face quite literally yeah um but yeah so he like Kind of like once upon a time, tool belt. Like I can fix him. Well, that's the other yeah. thing that I find very troubling, and it's I th- I think it's interesting. We're getting so much conversation out of this movie because yeah. I didn't think it was good. No, <laughs> or, but like I think it does bring home or like, well a lot written. of questions. And this is like maybe a touchy thing to bring up because I know sure. it is kind of a thing in uh, gay culture. Yeah, but it's a, I think there's a real crisscross of what he's looking for from this kid because he also treats him like he's his son. son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um, a little bit icky to me. Well, yeah, and, like, you know, kind of, like, to the point of, like, you know, like, I have, like, a really big problem with, like, you know, like, these, like, age gap relationships, right? Like, uh-huh. we talk about it all the time. Yeah. And, um, like, yeah, that absolutely, like, the yeah. whole time to me. Because, like, this guy's, like, you know, what? Yeah, I'm like, going to take you shopping for clothes so you can get your first job. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, like, Leo's, like, I'll pay for you to go to school. 20, like, or Maybe, 20-ish. Yeah. Um, you know, give or take a year or two. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I would say 18 to 22. Yeah. Somewhere. Um, but, like, How do yeah. you feel about Leo's uh, dyed red hair? <laughs> Randomly shows up with? Not I think good. he looks exactly like Ben Affleck in Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> he actually auditioned for the role. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> dye his hair back. <laughs> no, um, 12 years bad. later. <laughs> Fucking insane. <laughs> um, as someone with dyed red hair, no. <laughs> yeah. Just dyed his brown hair red with no intermediate. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult to do yeah. and it looks like ass every time no matter who the fuck you are clearly um yeah as the resident cosmetologist you have to bleach that shit first yeah <laughs> otherwise it will not look good <laughs> otherwise use a very strong developer or it will not look good <laughs> case in point <laughs> um but yeah so he starts like yeah beca- like behaving absolutely out of character like on his own life and then like missing his like work deadlines and like yeah all these things and a special dinner with his boss which is such a crazy like non concept. non thing no because like, like from a 50s sitcom i was gonna say like very it, much well, so. like if you like circle it back to like mrs doubtfire like that was like a thing people did like i think up until like the 2000s like people like would have like dinners with their boss and like the, all these like crazy things i, I, I just guess. don't think it's in any business that we're in i will say mrs <laughs> doubtfire is a very different situation i think then that's like two guys having dinner together outside of like it's not work related. Versus, like you're gonna get a promotion. The big boss wants you to come to dinner with his wife, with your wife at his house. No, I think that's definitely a very antiquated idea. But like, I, I was just using that as like another yeah. Robin Williams specific example. Yeah. But like, yeah, I think that like kind of died in like the 80s. Um, I'd say like the 50. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think it just also just depends like on like the like uh, type of business and like what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and like just like the relationships. The bank business. Yeah, which, whatever. Um, because um, like I know like like my dad's boss is like used to be a, like really up until like the mid two thousands was very much like oh like let's all grab dinner type of thing mm-hmm. and like talk about shop yeah like across a 
nice dinner table or like oh let's go to the country club and talk about dinner the or, or, and talk about work and like all these things <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean like you know mitch like the, the very you know mitch yeah mitch it's, it's very i feel like on very par mitch with, thing with him I, admit, I think about him twice okay well. he's a basic mitch yeah <laughs> that's facts <laughs> he's being real mitchy today <laughs> <laughs> same um but what was i saying oh yeah but yeah, so like he misses like his big important work dinner because he gets a call that Leo's like, that in the hospital. That is ridiculous. Absolutely wild. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. fucking wild. And to send her by, yeah, I was just like, I would have lost my fucking mind. <laughs> it was, it's because it's like it's everything he does is like believable to a point, and then we hit a we just go over this cliff of just like you, there's no way you're throwing this much away. Yeah. Like there's just no way. Like I could see the staying out late a couple times, like falling asleep the phone, like little things like that. But it was just like. To throwing his entire life away. Yeah, I mean, he didn't want to do that job anymore, and he was no. sick of it. And He's like, over it's, everything. where he ends up is ultimately good, but like, oh my god, you could have gotten killed. Yeah, mm-hmm. that John Ralphio gave him. <laughs> That's right. Could you imagine being Bob and watching your friend of yeah. however long fighting? Can you imagine being intimidated this, by that fucking guy? Skinny He's little like, give pimp. me your money. <laughs> Fuck you. Give me your money. <laughs> like, no, we're not doing this. I, you wanted to unpack that so we, we can go. I'm your pimp now. I, yeah. the entire time. <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> I thought that was like his boyfriend. I thought that, that's what we're going to find out is like, that's yeah. just like his actual. Like, How pure. <laughs> but no, it's his, it's his, well, because like, it was not a threatening guy. Like, no. he said, there's nothing terrifying. He didn't okay, have, to be fair, most pimps aren't. Well, no, but he needs like, he needs something. He needs some help. Like him yeah. by himself is nothing. Drugs. He needs a knife or something. Yeah, he needs a bat. <laughs> he needs something to like really, really spice yeah. up his value. Well, especially value. if we're gonna like con- contextualize this being like in the Midwest, like let's call it like somewhere in the middle of bumfuck Ohio. Yeah. I don't think he needed, needed a weapon. <laughs> like I, I don't know. I, feel I, think like, that, I think his fists were possibly. I feel like up. even Robin Williams at sixty could have taken him. Yeah, he's, well, he clearly didn't represent any bears. Like no. nobody that could stand up to him physically. That's facts. <laughs> um, amazing. Um, but like, so what I think is actually like really interesting about this movie in particular and like kind of the story of it, like, again, like having somebody that has to like reconcile with whatever is going on in his life at that time. Yeah. I think it's an interesting idea not explored very well. Yeah. Agreed. I think, I think that's exactly it. And I think, again, it brings up a lot of conversation around like the topic, but yeah. like, I think it could be done better mm-hmm. and like, and pretty immediately. Canon has. Yeah. Right. I would imagine. Um, most likely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's kind of the same it? story as uh, American Beauty. <laughs> but, I haven't seen that actually. Uh, that's with Kate Hudson. No, it's um, that's um, almost famous. I think. Thank you. Right. Um, but no, it's Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. He's like a dad having a midlife crisis, and he like almost has an affair with like his high school age daughter's friend, and like oh, all that shit. Oh no, Ew. Kevin Spacey too. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Yikes on bikes. Yeah. Um, but around this time that like this was being filmed, like as I was alluding to, like yes, like he'd been in out of rehab been doing all that stuff um we've talked about it like briefly before like he um you know was on his second wife um who he had cheated on his first wife with uh-huh. um and then uh he in 2011 married his third wife oh um right and come on rob <laughs> yeah like so like between his addictions he also like had like again like a lot of women like he was having sex with a lot of women outside of his marriages um ended up again having a third just wife. another addiction exactly yeah. um like he was a very troubled man and then in <laughs> what? just the way you put it is so sad <laughs> very troubled well, no. Man. no he was like he had a lot of like shit going on in like 
he wasn't talking to anybody about it. Yeah. Um, like he had like a lot of friends in Hollywood. Like we've talked about, like Christopher Reeves, um, like Billy Crystal was like one of his like homies. Yeah, Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> besties. <laughs> um, they had that matching tattoo. I'm just kidding. Um, but um, in 2014, um, actually around the same time this movie was being released, um, he was diagnosed with uh, Parkinson's. Robin Williams was? Yes. Oh. Um, he had, like, early stage Parkinson's, and, like, he was, you know, basically told, that, like, you're slowly going to start, like, kind of, like... Losing it. Losing your shit. Yeah. Um, and he had already, like, had bouts of, like, you know, suicidal ideations, um, depression. Also, trigger warning suicide, I guess. Um, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if there's an appropriate time to put that in this episode or <laughs> um, any of that. But, um, like, after... Um, it's bound to come up. We're talking about Robin Williams. Right. Um, but it actually turned out that um, his diagnosis was a misdiagnosis. When they did his autopsy, um, it turned out he had uh, Lewy body dementia, um, which is actually an incurable aggressive brain disorder um, that has an association with suicidal tendencies. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so it's and it's frequently misdiagnosed as Parkinson's or even Alzheimer's um, in, oh. in the early stages. Um, so um, I listened to the audiobook of this um, and it, it rocked. Um, it's very comprehensive, but it's also like kind of dry um it's a it's a book called robin uh written by dave itzikoff um uh -huh. who was just like a hollywood journalist at the time um but he was like very fascinated by robin williams whole shtick um, his whole deal his whole vibe no truly like and like i mean like he's a very like interesting man like and um yeah. i can i can not do this 600 page book justice uh -huh. um i other than reading it aloud on a podcast and i'm not gonna do that because yeah. somebody else already has um <laughs> Um, Who reads it? Is it the author? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Um, and uh, it rocked. Um, it's very comprehensive. Um, I think the audiobook was like 15 hours or something really long. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a it's a dense book. It's on Kindle Unlimited. Um, if you have that um subscription. Um, otherwise, I do highly recommend the book. Um, whether it's in physical or audio. Mm -hmm. Um, I also will say that I listen to audiobooks at like one and a half to two times speed. So oh, that God, made it a lot I can't better. Do that. <laughs> I'm a sociopath. <laughs> Um, so that made it like go quite a bit faster. Uh -huh. Um, but like I said, I, I quite enjoyed the audible, um, for whatever it's worth. Hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I don't want to like get too, too like into that just cause it's like, you know, very much sad and there's a lot more again, detail that I can, you know, I could talk about it for hours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, like, during this time, like, where he was, like, filming this movie and, like, doing that whole thing, he's having a lot of inner turmoil himself. Like, he's having a lot of, like, like, he's he's slowly going insane. Yeah. Actually, quickly going insane. Yeah. Um, and having a history of addiction and all of that, like, does not help. Mm. Um, so, and I'm sure that, like, all of it was, to an extent, kind of exacerbated, exacerbated by, like, drug and alcohol abuse throughout yeah. the years. Because, um, you know, as we know, that's, like, not great for your brains, toxins, and all those, you know, fun things that are associated with all of that yeah um wow yeah so not to end on a big fat bummer yeah r.i.p we stand a legend we do um like i said like you know check out your friends um go see your, go see your doctors go do if something's off like get it checked out um you know i feel like you know and maybe possibly maybe you know more preventative you know medicine in his you yeah. know situation may or may not have helped i don't know yeah. impossible to say consider self-medicating with drugs and alcohol yeah, you... <laughs> that's that's great. <laughs> Love that. That's my advice. <laughs> it's worked well for us. <laughs> we're we're doing just fine. Um, but yeah, no, and uh, that to say, like, if 
if you need help, go get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a, an extent where it becomes obviously an addiction. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out your friends if you think they have addictions. <laughs> yeah. Call them out publicly if you have to. Yep. <laughs> At them. <laughs> um, do you want to wrap this up maybe a little bit light? Yeah. More lightly with uh, just wrapping up the season. Yeah, absolutely. Your general feelings about. A hundred percent. Yeah, Robin Williams was an absolute fucking American director. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was a, a big man with a big heart, and he really just, like, g- gave such a fuck about everyone that he was in his life and yeah. that, like, he touched and touched him. Um, and I think that that's, like, something that, like, you, you know, you can't, like, teach people that. Like, that's something that's just, like, ingrained in them as human beings. Yeah. Like, um, you know, like... Again, like, he obviously, like, had a litany of issues, you know, as far as, you know, addictions and all those things and all that. But, like, you know, again, like, who you are as a person, like, I think kind of trumps all of that. Yeah. Um, And, like, he just – and everyone that has ever worked with him or, you know, met him has, like, nothing but, like, wonderful, marvelous things to say about mm-hmm. him. Um, And I think that, like, that legacy will truly live on more than anything else yeah no and i think that comes through a lot in his screen persona i think yep. his like greatest superpower we've talked about before is the way he just generates and portrays empathy when he's on screen mm-hmm. i think a lot of his like most famous roles never would have worked with somebody else like 100%. if you t- take like mrs doubtfire you take like uh, the birdcage mm-hmm. i think that like robin williams is what makes those parts work 100 percent. and like even like you know, like, in his, like, voice acting and stuff like that, I think that, like, comes across in that, too, and, like, his, the characters he plays, because, like, like, a lot of the time, he isn't, like, saying what's, like, written on the script. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he, he knew, he knew what it needed. Yeah. Um, and, Mm -hmm. like, there's a level of, like, poignancy in that in and of itself, of, like, okay, like, I'm looking at this piece as a whole, and, like, clearly there's, like, something missing, so I'm gonna give it what it needs. Mm -hmm. Um, so, like, being able to, like, extrapolate that from, like, a a script and just go with it and, like, know more than whoever wrote it yeah what like what to do with it like, mm-hmm. i think is something that like not most people like most actors have yeah um like a lot of them can show up do their job and like fuck off um like he became those people mm-hmm. um and like i said like we talked about it last week with like uh with insomnia like you know i think chris nolan is like one of those people that can like really pick that out of people yeah um like you know that like that's like who you're getting for your job mm-hmm. um and i think that's just really neat mm. um so like yeah, like some and in something like this that's like so serious and like so just fucking sad. Yeah. Um, like I think he was pulling from personal experience to an extent. Yeah, well, he's great in this. Yeah. In this movie, I think, even I if think the it movie fucks. itself is not great. Right, like and like he's the absolute like shining star of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, Bob Odenkirk, I think like showed up and did what he needed to do too. Yeah. Um, but like. <laughs> did what he needed to do? Yeah. Well, I mean, like it works. Wander like, into the scene and go like, "What the fuck?" and wander out. But, like, it was perfect. Great like, job, I Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I think he killed it. Yeah. Um, he drank a lot of wine the first time. Yeah, that's true. A lot I mean, of $9 wine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not not all wine needs to be overpriced. <laughs> Do you have um, maybe a favorite and a least favorite of the movies we've watched? Um, yeah. I So, I actually, like, a, a sleeper thing that I didn't think I was... I, I'm not even going to say this was, like, my favorite. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, something I was not expecting to like as much as I did was The Fisher King. Okay, yeah. So, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you the W there. Yeah. Um, but um, I will say just based on like what I knew I was already I already have loved in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I fucking love Dead Poet Society. It's like one of my probably like top 10, 15 movies mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Um, also fucking love Good Will Hunting. Yeah, that movie was good. Um, and then um, I also just one hour photo just like does it for me like on like a creep level. Yeah. Um, that was but, one I was glad to watch. Yeah. I enjoyed watching that. 
Um, and then things that, you know, one I could probably never have watched again, uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah. Um, full send. Not Popeye? <laughs> Popeye's not on the bottom? It, it's, like, just above it. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, do we, I don't know if we want to do, like, a full ranking. I didn't, I didn't, no, we don't I have didn't to. I didn't prep it. Great. Um, um, yeah. But, yeah, like I said, there's a billion other movies we could have watched this season, I think, too. But, like, I, yeah. I think we kind of just hit the highs and the lows. Yeah. Um, for the most part. Like, again, like, especially, like, that kind of, like, weird, like, 10-year in the middle of his career. Or, you know, in the, like, 2005 to, like, to, to the end of his career. Yeah. Not a whole bunch of great things to speak of. Or, or even really bad things to speak of. It was everything just kind of existed. Yeah. RV was a classic. How dare you? Uh, hmm. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great. But no, Fisher King and <laughs> Fisher King and Birdcage would definitely be at my top. Yeah. Uh, no, Birdcage did fuck. Really I great movies, great like performances. It. Yeah, I fucking love the Birdcage. I think mm-hmm. it's a great movie. Um, I don't know, like Popeye. This <laughs> probably be movies at the bottom. Yeah. Good Morning Vietnam wasn't good, but. But like again, like I think it's it like, also a product of its time. Yeah. Yeah. Very like, dated. It's exactly like it only works because of the time in which it existed. Mm-hmm. It could not have been made any later in the existence of mankind. Yeah. Um, in fact, again, questionable if it should have been made at all. Um, <laughs> but like, it's it a did, big old hit. But like, it did like launch his career, and I, I don't think he would have had the same... At the, again, at the time, I don't think it was questionable. I think it was yeah. just a product of its time. Well, no, because like, we... Like, we've been watching a lot of you know tv and stuff and we're just like wow like this would have like we're going through like it's always sunny right now yeah um and we're somewhere somewhere in the middle of season three right now and we were just like holy fuck two-thirds of the show would not have existed now yeah um and it's fucking insane but thank like, god that just, it does though <laughs> we're over here fucking pissing ourselves yeah. and we're just like this was so we not just the on one television. we yeah. just watched the one where they uh they got on welfare yeah and they become crackheads <laughs> Dennis is in the Blackberry movie. Oh, is he? He's part of what oh, makes no it shit. so good. He's one of the stars. Okay. <laughs> All right. Adding the black. Maybe we'll watch that today. Or maybe sometime this week. Look <laughs> on your face and fuck no. <laughs> it's pretty short. It's really good. I, I, yeah. I yeah. want to watch it. I'm not going to lie. I miss BBMing people. <laughs> Those, the uh, uh, Blackberry instant messaging. Yeah. Oh, did you have Blackberry too? I did. Yeah. For a short period of time. Yeah. I had one for about a year <laughs> in high school. Um, because time. Uh, so our, our my family fully has... encrypted the oh, blackberry right. bbms just by their was it nature. really yeah i didn't know that yeah not even the blackberry like team could well, that's them. cool yeah well thank god mm. <laughs> there was some shit told on bbm <laughs> kidding mostly just me and my friends talking shit because um, <laughs> i was like like the 10th grade <laughs> but um yeah my family has property up at lake Berryessa. um big ups to the zodiac killer just kidding yeah <laughs> Fuck you, Ted Cruz. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> 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 Fuck. Um, yeah, R.I.P. my family's property. Rest in power. <laughs> Ted Cruz is unfortunately very much alive. <laughs> he was um, the Zodiac Killer. He was the grandpa on the Munsters. Yeah. Fuck. Um, what was I say? Oh, but um, at the property, um, the only cell service that would work, because it was the closest tower was AT&T, but my family was like a Verizon people. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're like, Jamie, we're going to get you an AT&T phone. You're going to have your own cell phone line. <laughs> it was the weirdest shit. But like, I got like the like free phone was a Blackberry at the time. Yeah. So I like was randomly like a 10th grader with a Blackberry. Damn, you have like one of those little carriers on your belt <laughs> super important actually no answering uh, the phone like, go for jamie he's answering some emails <laughs> don't worry about it 
<laughs> no, but I have a vivid memory of uh, the fucking trackball falling out. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, like having to like wiggle a fingernail in there to like make it work. Yeah. Um, that was that was the the end of the BlackBerry because my family was like absolutely not. Yeah, like... She needs a touch screen. <laughs> Give this bitch a real screen. I think one of the buttons fell off mine, too. Yeah. Well, they were kind of pieces of shit. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Canadian made. Eh? Um. Anyways, um, what do you want to talk about um, now that this, this season has gone on for 47 years? Yeah. So it's time to let you talk about whatever you want to talk about. All right. We're going to be changing gears pretty substantially. <laughs> oh, boy. Rob but, Williams. <laughs> um, we're going to be uh, doing a season that I have called Comic Book Movies Only 90s Kids Will Understand. Okay, great. Cause I know, you've sent me like three different like potential seasons and I wasn't yeah. sure where you were going to go. We're going to be talking about an era before the MCU, uh, before uh, DC kind of got its mm-hmm. hat in the ring. Uh, time post Tim Burton's Batman okay. where in the studios were like, okay, we see that there's something here and it's just one fumbling attempt after another <laughs> to recreate that very specific success. Uh, yeah. There are going to be a few bangers in here specifically. Like we'll be talking about uh, the Brandon Lee movie, The Crow. Uh, we'll be talking about Men in Black. I've seen that one. Some, I will stop you when I've seen the movie. Go we'll, on, keep going. We'll be talking about the ni- 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, which fucking rocks. No, I haven't seen it, but I've been holding out because I knew this was coming. <laughs> uh, but we're going to start with uh, 1990s Dick Tracy, directed by and starring Warren Beatty. Amazing. Uh, which is very much an attempt to recreate whatever they thought made Batman successful. Vibes. Yeah. I've just always been obsessed with this idea that that movie came out was a massive hit. And they were like, okay, so people want like 1940s tinged pulp detective characters. Like, obviously. No, fucking make a Superman movie. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's that's exactly what we wanted. But, uh, oh, and The Mask, the Jim Carrey movie, The I've Mask, we'll one. be touching on that one. Um, I think The Mask and uh, what was the other one that I said I'd seen already? Men in Black. Yeah, I think those might have been the only ones on the list. Mm-hmm. My the main... Crow. Have you ever seen The Crow? Mm-mm. You're in for a fucking treat. The Crow is probably my favorite Ha-ha! movie on this list. It's a great movie. Is, is it about actual birds? There's a lot. To, there's a bird in it. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it. Now. It's based on a uh, a really uh, intense, sad comic book. But vibes. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there when we get there. That's like the fourth on the list. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back with uh, Dick Tracy with uh, comic book movies only '90s kids will understand. Vibes. All right, awesome. Um, any other thoughts about Boulevard or Robin Williams as a whole? Uh, Robin Williams, good. Boulevard, bad. <laughs> Spare. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, if you think you might be gay, explore that in a safe, healthy way. Yeah. Don't pick oh, up yeah. a twink on the boulevard. Yeah, to my point earlier. Um, <laughs> Try to fix their system. lives. Yeah, <laughs> have a support system yeah. that would have solved so, everything. <laughs> Don't let your shitty wife. I just um, work at a bank. I own it. <laughs> <laughs> that scene was so fucking stupid. We can talk about that briefly. And the like. way it resolves, and then that character never comes back. Oh, yeah, yeah, never. Whatever. Done. Fine. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But that he uh, that he takes a swing at Robin Williams and then Leo c- kind of defends him and then when the t- cops are pulling him away he's just like oh yeah you and your retard string. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, circling back to things that would not fly in 2020. We've been talking about that age. all morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no for real. Uh, that was fucking golden. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, and I think also truly probably the last. Um, decade or time of that decade where that word of would have been allowed to be spoken out loud it is funny every once in a while <laughs> i hear that in either an old piece of media or something mm-hmm. i'm like oh wow like hurts to hear i don't think yeah. i go that far <laughs> I, think the, I think the hangover has it 
Um, Bleeding out of it. Well, that and then the, the <laughs> other F word. I yeah. will let, I will admit though that it's so shocking to hear that it kind of makes me laugh just by no, 100%, like... <laughs> you're like oh fuck like ah yeah <laughs> what do I do well especially because it's like again like I think that like kind of period of time between like 2005 ish to like 2015 mm-hmm. like that was like fucking out there every other word oh, um, a few years ago I rewatched the movie The Hand That Rocks the Cradle I'm unfamiliar which it's got Rebecca De Mornay it's about a a woman that gets hired as a nanny because secretly she wants to destroy this other family's life or the, specifically the mother in that family gets uh-huh. hired as a nanny and just systematically starts to like dismantle their family um but they have like a groundskeeper played by ernie hudson who is a what is it neurodivergent oh <laughs> um and there's this part where he knows what she's up to and he mm-hmm. tries to confront her and she like throws him up against the wall and goes don't fuck with me retard and i remember sitting there <laughs> going like oh no <laughs> <laughs> No, it's like, it's, yeah, like, shocking and a little bit jarring, you're like, do I laugh, do I not laugh? Like, yeah. <laughs> I know it's intended to be, like, kind of funny, but, Oh, like, I laughed. I don't think it was intended yeah. to be funny. I think it was supposed to be, like, a real serious moment. <laughs> like, oh, like, oh. She, she means business. She's mean. <laughs> no, he's, well, yeah, because, like, okay, that's the thing. It's either said, like, in, like, the most mean way possible. Yeah. And then, again, like, it's so shocking, it's, yeah, like, It's oh, a fuck. little funny. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, again, like, I would never, that would not come out of my mouth, but, like, I know people would, would come out of their mouth now. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no, probably just mostly our old roommate. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel attacked? What? Did I mean, you feel attacked? This is my... <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is a safe space. <laughs> you gotta keep, gotta keep him in check somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Blink twice. <laughs> keep humble. <laughs> um, good talk. Um, on that note, we're leaving. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. We'll see you next time with Dick Tracy. <laughs> Adios.